0: You ready? There we go. All right. Hello, and welcome to uh, Podcast Versus Everyone, uh, the Old Episode. Uh, I am Craig Powers of Kooksayer and with me is my good friend Jeff Neusser. Say hello, Jeff.
1: Hello, Jeff. That yes. was predict. That was predictable,
0: wasn't it? I know, but hey, you know, uh, we're not here to please anyone. So
1: that's right. That's kind of the idea, isn't it?
0: yeah so basically yeah like so why are we doing this uh basically we spend uh plenty of time chatting on uh, gchat and slack all day let's just uh talk on the phone a little bit and record it and make make it make people listen to it that's what i'm thinking
1: that's kind of what i'm thinking too and i was like you know we could uh talk about kind of whatever we want yeah and, and that and you know if uh if if you know people don't like it, then that's okay. I'm okay, okay with
0: that. It's just for us, really. That's right. And so it's a it's a WSU podcast sorta because yeah. you probably are listening because you follow us on WSU uh, related topics. But also we're gonna talk about other stuff. And don't worry when we do that, we'll tell you and you can leave. Yeah. Uh, you might already be gone um, after it you might hear be. my voice. Might be putting yeah. you to sleep. It might. But yeah, um, so to, uh, to to get started today, to get, I think this will make this a tradition. Um, I, I don't think anyone should podcast without a drink in their hand. Um, so uh, I'm I'm gonna start with our uh, what you drinking subject or sorry, what you drinking segment. So uh, Jeff, what you drinking?
1: So so this will give you some sense of, of just how low quality this all this whole endeavor is going to be. Um, <laughs> right now i am i am not drinking beer and <laughs> i right i know see i told you i had a surprise for you this is the surprise all right so so most people i, I would imagine if you're listening to this you probably know who we are right you probably didn't just you know stumble onto this so y- you might already know that i am a you know a middle-aged man of 41 right and and certain things come along with being a middle-aged man of 41 like i don't know like adding pounds you know Mm. so so with it being January now I'm not doing like dryuary, which I didn't even know was a word, but I learned that in the last like week that like dryuary is a thing. Um, so it's not like that, but uh, but I am partnering with my with my lovely wife, and we are we have gone keto, like a number of Ooh. other people. Yes, I know. And this is like as of Monday, so I'm like two days into this. Now, thing.
0: now, did you consult with your doctor before going I d- keto?
1: I did not consult with my doctor, but I bet my doctor would be happy with pretty much anything I do <laughs> to lose some weight. So, so I'm like, uh, so, so we're like two days into this thing and, and I, I kind of want a beer, but I'm also like, I'm only two days into this thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait until like Sunday, maybe. And then I'm just going to like go for it and whatever, ruin the whole thing for a day. So, what I can talk about is what's in my fridge that is calling my name for Sunday. So, so what I've got, what I picked up was. It's a, not uh,
0: Sunday, in case you haven't figured that out. It's right, not it's Sunday.
1: It's it's Wednesday. So, I've got to be make listening
0: it, to this on Sunday. Though. That
1: is true. That is true. So, good clarification. Um, so, i got to make it till Sunday. And what I have in the fridge is a uh, barrel aged vanilla worldwide stout by dogfish
0: head. Ah uh, yes, uh that is a uh, a hefty I believe 18%. It's so uh that big. that's that's one way to just kind of jump overboard like hey, I'm not drinking, but now I'm drinking everything. Yeah. All
1: yeah. And, month. and you know I I've kind of I I'm in a um you know, when you and I talk, you always talk about our beer journeys, right? And it's like, and you know me to be, and, and our listeners will we'll find out as we go, um, know me to be really an IPA guy. And it's particularly New England IPAs, hazy IPAs. I love those. Um, but He's... now I've just, with it being winter, I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm like all about like the the barrel age stouts right now. Like give me that like 10 Uh-oh. plus percent warm. This up is up Jeff.
0: Jeff one when... time. When Jeff, when we first started friends, and I was trying to even get him into IPAs, it was like Alaskan Amber, and now he's got his he's got his pinky up on the on the tulip glass. You're right. Like I, I just like a barrel aged stuff. That's right. Like, you know, That's just right. just something simple. You know, <laughs> just something barrel aged. Uh, it's it's winter. I like my I big seasonal. No.
1: Sarah and I just went, we went to Bend for our anniversary, just to like get out of town and go see some snow and hang out. And and I went to, uh, went to Deschutes and, uh, had some Abyss 2016 and I'm sitting there drinking it. And this couple from California is like, do you guys have Coors Light? And I'm like, <laughs> or what's most like a Coors Light here? So I kind of helped him out and then I got him to get an Abyss. So
0: there uh-huh, we go. look at my, you.
1: my work as a beer evangelist was done that day.
0: That's like, uh, like my disciple has disciples now. That's right. That's right. You know, so like in the kingdom of beer heaven, I, have, I'm just reaping so many <laughs> rewards now. That's how that works. That's
1: right. You are expanding your beer kingdom in heaven. Yes. So, um, so what are you drinking? What what are you drinking? So I assume I, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's coffee. expensive. I bag. think you told me you were. Yes. Right yeah so so some in lieu re, i reheated the my coffee drink
0: coffee here. like yes. you're this raising the standards here the staple
1: of any teacher
0: so so you know me and i got i have way too many beers um I like, do know that. like uh, you've seen the the mess downstairs in the basement um so i uh i have i had this beer that I've had for a long time. Uh, not as old, it, I haven't had it for as long as old as it is. So like about four years ago, a friend bought this for me uh, for Christmas, I think. And it's um, it's actually a beer from 2009. And uh, the reason for that is I started writing for Kook Center in 2009. Oh, that's And nice. Jeff and I have been friends since 2009. So oh. I, have, I have a almost 10-year-old beer that I'm rocking here. And it's, it's a beer that I'm sure you've had, and it's a beer that I probably would have loved to get my hands on in 2009, and it's Stone Double Bastard. Yeah. Yeah. I've so totally i totally had that. I haven't yeah. had these beers for years. And oh, I they haven't had one that's 10 years old. And it is it is is a big guy. It's 10.5%. I thought that Amanda was going to share it with me before she went to bed. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I'm taking down this 10.5% bomber <laughs> myself. So by the end of this podcast, I'm going to be probably a little funnier uh, or a little angrier. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, so by, yeah.
1: by the way, for people who don't know you, that's, that's like literally a 50-50 proposition.
0: Yeah, yep. Um, and we're going to, we might talk about politics, so we'll see where that goes. Um, so, uh, uh, so yeah, this beer, um, so uh, I guess you'll be, uh, no, I want you to rate your cup of coffee too. Uh, so, so, um, for every time we have a beer on this, uh, to honor our Lord and Savior Gardner Minshew, I want to integrate him into the podcast in some way. Um, so I, uh. I wanted to put uh, we rate our beers or whatever we're drinking on a Gardner Minshew scale. And what does that mean? Uh, That means uh, you just relate your beer to any Gardner Minshew item, Gardner Minshew play, game, moment, any anything you know, uh, you know, naked jockstrap, stretching, anything like that. Um, So Jeff, uh, where would where would you rate? If you think about it, where where would you rate your uh, your coffee? Yeah. So,
1: so it's funny is I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty snobby about my coffee, just like I am about my beer, but I'm also like, um, not necessarily into like really expensive, you know, like, uh, you know, fancy coffee. Right. So honestly, my favorite coffee is like, and this is like going to sound crazy, but my favorite coffee is the, is just the Dunkin' Donuts medium blend. Like that is my favorite coffee in the world to make at home so i'm thinking my dunkin donuts cup of coffee is like a, like a routine eight yard completion on a mesh it's just like it's solid it's there we're gonna go to it like five six times a day because i'm a teacher and that's what i do i drink so much coffee and i'm like yeah and it, it never fails to deliver just like the mesh
0: excellent um, so, uh, I've been thinking about my rating here and I gotta tell you, I thought this beer, like, I didn't know what to expect. I'm, I honestly thought it was, I don't really like this beer fresh anymore. It's just a, too much of a bitter multi bomb. Like it's basically just like a, like it's, it's like a souped up American barley wine. So there's English barley wine, which is more balanced. And then American Barley Wines, which are really hoppy. And, of course, it's a stone beer, so it's really hoppy. I'm pretty amazed at how bitter it still is, even though it's 10 years old. Because usually <laughs> some of that fades. Right. Um, but on the nose, it's it's gotten super barley whiny. Like, it's it's kind of – and I'm into that style quite a bit. So, And it's even got the color. Uh, so it, it really is just kind of turned into, like, an American Barley Wine. Which is actually a lot better. It's a lot better than I expected. It's still a little cold. I just cracked it up open before right before we started. So I'm looking forward to um, as how it develops as it warms up through this podcast. So so I'm thinking like it's got to be something early. Uh, um, kind of the uh, uh, the first touchdown pass that Gardner threw that uh, when he rolled out uh, right, tossed it to booby, you know you're like, hey, uh, what is this mobility? What is yeah, like? what is this escapability that there's something here? And this I'm looking forward to this when, this, when this warms up and gets a little better. Like, or it warms up, it might even be even better. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, that, uh, that Touchdown Pass of Booby had, had me feeling that pretty good about when this warms up. So, yeah. so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's how I'm rating my beer. Um, I like that. So now that we've, we're all happy and thinking about happy memories of Gardner Minshew, I wanted to, like, make sure <laughs> sort to... Of, as I said, I like balanced beer. I, I like the balanced English barley wine, so... Um, we need to bring some balance to this podcast. And so uh, let's start off with our uh, talking WSU segment uh, by, of course, talking about um, our favorite team of all, the WSU basketball team. <sighs> yeah, I know, it's so fun. Like, you know, it, it's funny when we started this uh, when we started writing on Coog Center, it was terrible to write about the football team and the right. basketball team was the only thing that was fun was to write about. It was really good.
1: And it you know it's it's funny like um, what made me want to you know, do this podcast with you is that it's like, you know, you're probably feel the same way I do about this, which is it's really hard to convince yourself to invest the time to write seriously about the basketball team. Yeah, Like, cause they're just so, they're so bad. And, and it's, it's hard. Cause I want, I want them to be good and I want to like them. And I, and I just, I, like, I want a lot of things and, you know, I'm sure, You know, one of the things I always come back to is I'm sure the young men on the team are are wonderful young men. And I'm sure they are, you know, trying their very hardest. And it's not their fault that Ernie gave them a scholarship, right? Right. And so it's just kind of like, but it's like only so many times you can write this team's really terrible. And here's like the 18 reasons why they stink. And so anyway, I just thought maybe it'd be more fun if we just, I don't know, talk for 10 minutes about why they stink. I, I don't know.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Like, you know you know what's funny is that you, you go to Ken Palm, you, you look at their player page, you, you look at their advanced stats, and there's a lot of guys that have some decent-looking advanced stats. Like you, Ahmed Ali's got a 110 rating, which is like, oh, that sounds like an ideal point guard. he's 20, 25 assist rate, better than his turnover rate, all this stuff. Um, but then, you, you, do, you know, same thing with, like, uh, Marvin Cannon and... Uh, Carter Skaggs is like they're, they have good looking stats, but then you click on them, like you dig deeper and you look at conference only. So right. their their non conference schedule was so bad, it was so bad. almost the worst in the country. And so that kind of made it. That was, you know, honestly, a lot of these players would be very good in the America East or the MIAC or or anything like that. Um, but they're definitely not Pac twelve players, even in a Pac twelve this year, which you and I were talking about the other day. Is awful, like, like horrendously it, awful. Like it's it's as bad as it has been in the Ken Palm era, and it's had some really bad years in the Ken Palm era. So it has. Um, um, and so uh, and 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 there's even you know there's there's a very very real possibility that's a one bid league, uh, and and here we are hoping that maybe they can grab four wins. Out of, yeah, out of that, out of that league.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, what kind of struck me is, as I was, you know, kind of looking through stuff and, um, you know, and a lot of people, and I'm sure Ernie's gonna, you know, he, he, he already has, um, talked about the injuries that they've had this year and, and, you know, they've been dinged up at times, you know, the biggest one obviously is Robert Franks has missed, you know, five games, um, but and they've had other ones. You know, Beyonce Daniels was out for you know whatever four games. Isaiah Wade was out for a few games. So so sure okay. So they've, they they've dealt with some injuries. But but it's also like, you know, what you find you should be able. Well, number one, you should be able to survive those things against the non-conference schedule that they put together. Right, I mean, which right. was, you know, a series of like sub two hundred and fifty Ken Palm type teams. Like we're talking like the bottom, you know, ten percent or twenty percent of divi- of all of Division One. Right, you shouldn't be losing
0: to Montana State. Shouldn't be losing to Seattle. Seattle to Santa Clara. Right, yeah. so
1: you know, so y- 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 you kind of go through that, and so it's true that there, but but what Frank's absence has sort of revealed, which is sort of really depressing. And maybe like, you know, the biggest indictment of, of Ernie Kent is that, um, the rest of the roster is like a low major mm-hmm. roster. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. They've dropped, you know, whatever, uh, you know, 40 spots or whatever in the Ken Palm rankings since Frank's got hurt. Um, their offense is terrible. They've got the worst offense and the worst defense in conference play, um, on a per possession basis mm-hmm. in the Pac-12 which and we've already established the Pac-12 is awful. So it's like, you know, they're just they're really they're they're really 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 bad. The rest of the roster he's assembled is really a series of guys who belong, you know, playing at I, I mean, I don't know, Santa Clara. <laughs> I mean, you know, Santa Clara, Delaware State, Cal Poly, the kinds of teams, yeah. Cal State Northridge, you know, we're talking the kinds of teams that um, that they played earlier this year so anyway that you know it, it's it's hard it's hard to watch and i guess we're getting a sense of what the team would have looked like if franks had gone to the draft
0: but yep. You know. yeah and it's 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 uh it's crazy you know how 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 bad they've been without him that they, they true like if you we always like to compare things to when, when we're thinking of badness is the paul graham era and it's like uh They are way worse than any Paul Graham team without Franks. Like they are way worse. Yeah. And 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 they're only maybe slightly better than a Paul Graham team with Robert Franks. So like it's it it, they're yeah Ernie's been incredibly fortunate because his team has been roughly at that level the entire time. Um, He's been pretty fortunate that he's played in some pretty bad Pac-12s because he's you know he's gotten some six wins seven wins uh four or five wins like you know he, he's he hasn't he's had one really really bad season in terms of wins but and that we,
1: and that was the one year that the pack 12 was, was horrendous
0: yeah and 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 uh it's gonna be really interesting to see how it plays out this year because uh you know that utah game at utah was one of the ones that like maybe you could steal even though yeah. we never win there but like but we at utah at home like So if you're looking ahead to this weekend, I'm already I'm prepping for the uh, turning around improvement uh, uh, narrative because they're playing when they have Franks, they are playing the one team in the Pac-12 that is somehow worse than them. Uh, (laughs) Right? Like like you wouldn't think there would be two sub, like two hundred ranked plus teams in the Pac-12, but there is, and Cal is. Cal is definitely a low major. They they might be a low major team that's, you know, pushing for the top half of their league, but they're 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 just really bad and um I they they actually this is WSU should beat Cal if Franks is playing. If does if Franks doesn't play, it it yeah, I I'd probably lean Cal, but like but uh but uh, if Franks is playing, I can see them getting a the win there. And but after that it's just, you know it's just a lot of uh, games where they're yeah. gonna be heavily underdogs, even at home. Um, you know, Ken Ken Pom picks four wins uh, in aggregate, but there's only one they're actually um, favored. favored,
1: which is Cal yeah. on Thursday. It's you know, the, it's not crazy to think that they might actually win both games this weekend. Yeah. Um, Cal, they should they should beat Cal with Franks. And by the way, the Cal game might actually be. Uh, reasonably entertaining to watch to yeah, be honest because so, yeah. you're going to have two really horrible 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 defenses right i mean the wsu defense ranks 294th in <laughs> adjusted defensive efficiency and cal ranks 337th <laughs> so um and these are if what's so crazy about it is like a high major team should be able to like like really not do anything and still be like a top 150 defense like but it really just kind of shows the lack of athletes is really what that kind of is Mm -hmm. um and so but wait 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 wait.
0: lack of athletes um i'm pretty sure that wsu is long and athletic oh long and athletic dang it sorry so
1: so maybe cal is lacking athletes
0: wsu is not they must be short and unathletic i don't Right, right right That's it. So
1: anyway, at least it it might be entertaining. And Stanford, you know, Stanford is kind of up and down, Um, although they they picked up a pretty decent win here last week. So, um, you know, but that's like Ken Palm's even calling that one a coin flip. So. More or less a coin flip. I think it's forty five percent or something. But anyway, yeah. you know, more or less a coin flip. So, anyway, yeah. I mean, could be entertaining. And I, I just know that if they win both those games, that Ernie's going to be insufferable. I know that. <laughs> He's going to say, see? Oh, yeah. "See, yeah, see, see, we're I told building you." Something. But we're then building something. We're building something. But
0: then they're going to Oregon. The Oregon schools next week, and they're going to get walloped. So next week, even so if I, Frank's plays, like, yeah, I mean, we can wallop. talk
1: about this next week. But, but, like, just off the top of your head what's the combined is the combined loss margin next week against the Oregon schools more or less than the combined loss margin of last week against Utah and Colorado?
0: I think it'll be less because Franks is playing. I think, I think, I think, yeah, I think they, it, you won't see the 30 point loss. I mean, they, well, they, they pulled back on Utah in the second half. Cause LB got a little hot and they, yeah, but, uh, but, the, but that was a 30 point game for a long time. And, uh,
1: one thing I'm actually curious about is to see if the defense is actually any better with Franks. I've kind of poo pooed that a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, I've written that a few times that, um, you know, that Franks is yeah, he's a great scorer, but the defense is still horrendous.
0: Um, he's a, he's a decent the, rebounder. He's definitely yeah, probably the best rebounder. Him and Yeah, and
1: he's and he is long. I mean, that yeah. he does have that. He can he can maybe defend some His guys father, that, yeah. yeah, that other people can't. And and I know that like sometimes it's hard to like. Um, You know, it's sort of like a signal and a noise thing, right? It's like, what's what? And, you know, is this, you know, is the really horrible defense the last three games without Franks? Or is the really horrible defense because they're playing, you know, much better teams? Like, uh, you know, so I don't
0: know. The the funny thing is that, like, Utah is not a good team. No. And and, uh, I think before WSU played them coming in, they were in the 150s. Uh, They got a nice bump because they uh, overperformed the expectation against Utah. but um you know they are not a good team and, and historically even on the road you should be able to beat a one number 150 team you know any pac 12 school should sure uh, but it's just that just shows how bad cuz uh, I'll just read off some rankings I'm looking at them uh Utah 137 Cal 233 Stanford 129 USC 100 like those those and then WSU uh what 204 uh that that's almost half of the Pac twelve is uh you know over yep. half of the Pac twelve is a hundred and over. And I know, you, it's you, it's insane and like a good um uh even a an like a, de- a decent high major conference should have pretty much every team in the top one hundred and maybe maybe a, a whipping boy at the bottom that's you know, one fifty or something. That's usually how it goes. Because I think you look back when uh, I'm trying to think of what year Oregon State went 0 and 18. Like they were, they 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 like they they were they
1: were better. Than they were like, like 140
0: wife. or something. <laughs> like it was, and 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 now they'd be like in the middle of the pack in the Pac-12. Right. Well, even they're talking about Oregon State winning the Pac-12 this year, and they're 64. Right. And usually the top Pac-12 team is in the top 10 or at right. least the top 15. And so th- there's not there's not even a really good team like that's why when we talk about a one big conference like the only way this conference is getting two bids is if Washington or Oregon or Oregon State wins or Arizona State like wins fifteen plus games right and they have to win at Arizona they have to win um, at Oregon State you have to win at Oregon at Washington you have to win like those games you know uh, yeah. other other because you have because uh, I was. Um, I follow a guy named Sam Viceni on Twitter and yep. he's a he he you know he he's of of our you know uh wonkiness and he uh he um talked about how there's only three opportunities for what the NCAA calls like a quadrant 1 win which is basically the same as like an old top 50 win but now it's adjusted for home and away and and that's um at Washington at Oregon State potentially home against Washington and then uh, at Arizona. And that's the only, like, there's only three, like, top 50 wins you can get in, right. in, in the Pac 12. And usually you have an opportunity for at least, like, six to eight, even 10. Like, in the Tony Bennett years, you had a, you just <laughs> pretty much you, every you'd week stumble into four <laughs> just by, like, accidentally yeah. some games. Like, right. And, and, and it, it's, but now it's just, there's just not an opportunity for even, because none of the, aside from Arizona State, None of the teams got any decent wins in the non-conference, and and so you have this where um, they're not going to get any credit for any other wins in the league games. So it's only if one like one team runs the table almost and then loses in the conference championship game that right. maybe you'll have two teams from the Pac-12.
1: Yeah, that's basically it. I mean, you'd have to have two teams um, standing above everyone, either and or one team just so thoroughly dominating everybody. And then some other team beats them in the in the championship game, right? The yeah. Pac-12 championship. I mean, it's it really is crazy. I'm looking at the at the rankings of of the um, according to Ken Palm of the conferences, and it's like so for people who maybe don't follow college basketball that closely, there's really what are considered sort of sort of six major conferences. So in football, there's five, right? In basketball, you've got the five major conferences plus the Big East, and right now the Pac-12 is sixth. And it is barely ahead of the American Athletic Conference, <laughs> like like barely ahead, um, like they are they are closer to seven than they are to five, a Which, lot closer And, to seven and typically,
0: to it's the top six are well above, right?
1: Way way six. above everybody else. Like the AAC
0: they, has definitely gotten up better, but like it right. like drawn it closer because that's kind of a lot. Some of the old Big East teams and stuff, right. but um, but yeah, it's it. The, the the, uh, the that that ranking goes by your average um, the average uh, difference of offensive uh, offensive defe- adjusted offensive efficiency minus adjusted defensive efficiency. So it's essentially how many more points are you scoring than your opponents against an average if you're playing an average opponent? Um, if how many more points would you score uh, than them over a hundred possessions? And right. so an average opponent in, in college basketball is essentially someone like WSU. And and so pac 12s is like six points. So that means like on average, the Pac-12 would be a team as bad as WSU by six points, which is not right. good because it should be like no. 15. Yes. Like when it's good, it's like 14 or 15. Right. Um, and that nine point difference is a lot stretched out over average of 12 teams. Obviously, WSU brings that down and Cal brings that down. Lot. A lot, (laughs) but but we've seen we've just seen like it's funny we've you and I have talked about this a lot like and I don't really want to get into this too much but if if Tony like if those Tony Ben teams were playing this conference they'd be going sixteen and two they'd be winning the conference like running away but you could say the same for any of those teams like any of the Pac ten teams back then. Like if they were dropped, like like if like I think like Arizona was like winning like nine or ten games in league back then. If you drop them in this league, like with some of the guys they had back then, they would just be destroying teams. And and now and now you know it's just it's it is what it is, and it's kind of weird because you just don't like. Is this kind of like our new normal in the Pac-12? Or like, because it doesn't seem like a lot of teams are rising. Or yeah.
1: I don't know, you know. To be honest, um, I, I was just kind of thinking about just kind of how bad West Coast basketball is in general. Yep. Like, you know, it used to be the the Midwest or uh, Mountain West Conference used to be, you know, really one of the top sort of mid major. In fact, they they were so top mid major they were like, we're not mid major. Yeah, right? they were Back- getting
0: like they were getting like four. Yeah, bids, but like between two and bids. four, two and four yeah.
1: bids was pretty regular for them. Yeah. Um, I remember one time when I was working on a story for. I don't know, it was ESPN or Basketball Prospectus or something, and I uh, I talked to Steve Fisher, you know, the old San Diego State coach, and I, I made the mistake of saying mid major, and I even I oh and I did that one time with uh, with Leon Rice too out of Boise State, the guy the guy who we wanted to be our coach, right? And uh, said mid major, and he 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 sort of let me have it. I'm like, okay, 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 right? But now it's like, yeah, you know, the Pac-12 is kind of a notch above a mid major conference at the moment.
0: Maybe yeah, it's only because you have in, in nature, like, but like, yeah, like it's it's you have those like teams that are bundled around 40 to 70, and that's yeah. something a that mid major doesn't always have. But right. you what 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 makes Pac 12 different is, is usually have those teams that are in the top 25, yeah. and they don't they don't have that, and and they're not going to have that the entire year. Like, there's no way, like, UW just have to destroy teams because UW's the highest ranked right now on Kempom. And they're 48, and then I think on the net rating, which is the official NCA rating, the new one, I think they're 46. So like there, 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 there's like no chance for any like to even like. And 46 is a bubble team, like. Uh, that 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 that's you, if you're 46 and you don't have a strong schedule, you're not make you're not getting a bid. You're right. not or a signature game. win or any, yeah. just
1: something like that.
0: And they, and UW didn't have a when they like they had one they had a chance against Gonzaga and they didn't get it and and yeah. they have no other chance because the rest of their schedule. I mean they played some other these teams but they they uh, they didn't pick up anything really. Um, yeah, hopping.
1: I mean out west and and I guess maybe we can just leave it here. But it's like just think about this. It's Gonzaga, it's Nevada, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yep. <laughs> like that
0: is it. <laughs> no Arizona, no UCLA, no Stanford. Arizona's no, not good.
1: No, I mean. Oregon, you
0: know, Washington. Eight, I Oregon, guess.
1: Washington. Oregon, I think could have gotten there if they had bowl bowl if he had not gotten hurt. But yeah, yeah, it's it's sad. It's super sad.
0: Well, yeah. I, I think that's enough about basketball. <laughs> yeah, go Cougs. Yeah, Beat that was. Uh, I, I'm impressed though. We talked about basketball for like 20 minutes. Like, that's so. Here's the here's the point in the podcast uh, that Jeff and I were most excited about. It's the part where we say we're going to warn you because um, we're not going to talk. We, we'll probably, we might reference WSU because you know we think of talk about it so much, but um, the rest of the podcast is going to be about politics, about pop culture, about parenting, and about whatever the heck else we want to talk about. Um, and I will warn some of you, um, our uh, coastal elite tendencies, uh, you may not appreciate <laughs> hearing some of our opinions on things. So um, so if, if you just wanted to hear the WSU stuff, I'm not offended, I don't care. This is podcast versus everyone. We do not care. Go ahead and turn it off right now. That's totally fine um but um what i'm going to segue into now is the segment we are calling coastal elites uh where Jeff and I, which is what we do pretty much every day is we uh we've been talking about them politics and um uh Jeff and I are uh, fairly like minded um you know, me come out, coming from the liberal haven of Yakima and uh, <laughs> Jeff being that, that uh, you know, traditionally that traditionally liberal base of being a, a devout Christian man. Yeah. Uh, and both of us are white. So I'm just very, you know, you're, you're standard, uh, standard uh, liberal, standard yeah. liberal profiles. Um, uh, but yeah, so um, I was kind of thinking uh, we were, we've been having a little fun this week with some of this Brexit stuff. Um, I'm just thinking like, like what's like, I'm just looking at Teresa May and, and, and like she, she basically backed the wrong, she was looking for a horse to back and she backed the wrong horse and then didn't really know what to do about it. She ended up being the prime minister of great Britain. So congrats. And that <laughs> is. Universally, is it congrats though? Is yeah. it congrats? I'm not sure. But that's just universally hated. Like universally hated. Uh, on, like her own
1: party hates her. Her also. own
0: party hates her. Uh, the other party hates her. Uh, her own party won't even uh, approve her like uh, bills. Which you know, some of this sounds pretty familiar to us in the U.S. Um, so, and I was kind of thinking, you know. Be wary of siding with the weird look, the dude with weird blondish hair, (laughs) when when you're thinking about about, politics.
1: We're talking about Boris. Yeah,
0: Boris. (laughs) Um, If if we're looking at some American counterparts, like think about guys like uh, Michael Cohen and Paul Manafort. Yeah. Uh, Uh, maybe they uh, they're probably not um, pleased with their decisions on who to bag at this point, you know, when they're going to be sitting in their jail, jail cells. But uh, obviously Teresa is not having that hard of a time, but you know, I will say that uh, it looks like Boris is still, still behind her, uh, which isn't enough to get her Brexit bill passed. But um, can you imagine just being like, uh, well, everyone hates me. Like, I can't even like, like, I, I can't even get this. This is this, my signature. The reason I'm prime minister and I can't even get it done. And, and now everyone hates me. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know that anyone could have succeeded, though. I mean, obviously, you know, look, I, I'll, I will readily admit that my knowledge of British politics is limited to whatever I hear on NPR or the BBC. So so it's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm liberal. Yeah. Right. Is there anything more liberal than listening to NPR? Probably not. So Uh, like,
0: I mean, like you could go like Mother Jones podcast. That's true. That is is true. You go daily costs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is true. I could, I could go farther. So I'm, I'm am i I'm a very, you know, moderate liberal. I listen to NPR. I don't know. Is that what it would be? So anyway, it's, I'm just, I'm kind of listening to this. Right. And, and so what I know about British politics, is sort of what I've, what I've picked up from, from there. And, you know, it really just seems like this all sort of stems back to, like, kind of immediate buyer's remorse <laughs> over passing that stupid referendum. Like, that it, it truly is just, like, they passed it and everybody just went, oh,
0: no. Well, it was like the interviews you'd see the next day. Like- Wait a minute, what did we do? Yeah, you know. my, my favorite thing is when they just, when uh, in in broadcast news, is when they just grab the random yokel right, on the, dude street. the street. Yep, dude And, the and street. he's like, and, and it's like, they're like, I didn't know that that's what we were voting for. <laughs> <laughs> or,
1: I voted for it, but I really didn't think it would pass. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, What? <laughs> And all of a sudden it's like, so now they've got this and, and their system. So from the way I understand it, you can correct me if, if you understand it better than I do, but, well, I but, but, do but they, they are, they're not a two party system like we are. No. And so you've got this situation where you, you don't just, you don't have these like large caucuses that you just sort of have to rally people behind one, yeah. you know, one group of people behind a thing. Right. And then maybe flip a few people from the other side and you're good to go. It's like they, she, like, she has to write a thing that pleases like, I mean, I don't know, what are we talking Four or five parties? Something well, like yeah.
0: That? Yeah. Cause, cause it's, it's whoever the, uh, whoever has basically the most parliament seats, uh, that's, controls the that controls the government, controls the government, but it not necessarily is going to be a majority. And it's, it, so it's, I mean, typically, I think it would if if, if uh, a lot of times it works out so that they have enough seats and they can get things done. But like, uh, that's not always how it works, and so it becomes more like U.S. politics, where you know there's different parties with even if they're minority parties, they're having some power and sway over getting things, you know, blocking things or or uh, you know preventing things from being passed. Like so, yeah. So yeah, and the thing, is, yeah, like you you mentioned with the Brexit, like it's so delicate and there's so many parts to it right and there's and so you've, many people and you've got that one just,
1: faction that doesn't want it right they their hope is an ever-growing and take, faction back to another and it's
0: and it's truthfully it's your most educated faction because you know most of the people like i through through my through my job and stuff i know quite a few people from great britain and they're typically like you know uh you know they're 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 pretty what well, they're decently well off they're you know they have university education and all this stuff and they' so like my perspective on this is you know all the british people i know are like oh my god i can't believe this like this is insane and but obviously like they you know it's a similar thing in the u.s like where there's this whole other group of people that are like no we want this and but i think it's that group is not as strong as, say, like Trump's base is in the U.S. Like they, yeah. like they're they're not like they're, there isn't like this staunch as staunch a Brexit group as there might be of like a, a you know a Trump supporter group in the U.S. Right. So it's like because a lot of the people there was so much misinformation from like Boris Johnson and his crew uh, going up to the vote that a lot of people didn't know what they were voting for. Right. And it's funny one of one of my best friends is British. And he was living in the U.S. at the time, um, and he just moved back to uh, uh, Belgium because he had lived there before and he wanted to move back there. And, you know, they can freely move there still. And he had lived there when he was younger, so they wanted to move back before anything happened with brexit, so they're hoping they can just stay like <laughs> like and because
1: like, like we'll get locked out like get locked out of the house locked or
0: something. In. yeah, like they're like they're like no we 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 just want to make sure that we can live in Europe because he doesn't you know he's a Brit, but he does not want to live in in does he's like it, so like like he hates London and he's got to live yeah. in the city centre and stuff, but it's like but he uh but yeah, so it's funny but he um. You know his his like our November eighth, twenty sixteen was their Brexit day. Like and right. so, but he got to do both because he was living in the U.S. and stuff too. Because he's got what American, a lucky he, guy. He's got an American wife. So, um, but uh, but it's What did that like, guy do
1: to deserve that? Yeah. Not not the American wife. No, no, I'm sure she's wonderful. <laughs> but I just mean like, you know, the November eighth, the the Brexit, that like this guy's getting like the worst of everything.
0: Yeah. So he 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 gets so. He on the on like the moment Brexit uh, passed, I get a message from me. He's like Trump's getting elected, and I'm like, "No, you shut up. That's not happening." <laughs> no, shut that up. could that, never that, happen. That could never happen. He's like, "No, Trump's getting elected." I know it now, and I'm like, "Shut up!" And then I got really nervous. <laughs>
1: and then, uh, and then
0: it happened. Was right, which he loves. Like you know, loves being right. So. Like told you so. You know, like, so man. this
1: is this is the alternate universe we're living in at the moment.
0: That's what this is, right? Yeah, well, I will say the that transfer portal and this is yeah, we ended up. the
1: transfer portal. I, you know, for me, it was like. Uh, it was kind of interesting because I didn't, I had I don't know, like I had a sense that Brexit was a big deal, obviously, but like I kind of maybe didn't sense how big a deal it was until I listened to the, like I said, I was listening to the BBC broadcast on Monday from when this or yesterday, Tuesday, when it all went down. Cause I was home with a, with a kid with a bum ankle. And uh, so I'm listening to the radio all day and you know, just the guy introducing it is like, there are a lot of words out there they and i can't even do the british accent maybe we should try british accents that'll really get people to turn it off but he's just like I, I you know i don't know how to say this without using a word that's overused and so when i use the word historic i promise you i am not exaggerating <laughs> like there was like this disclaimer so, at the beginning a, of the broadcast it's
0: historic then yeah yeah it was it, this, yeah, brexit yeah. this brexit nonsense yeah, that's, that's my uh, British accent. I apologize. Actually, yeah. I don't because I don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Podcasters, everyone. Yeah,
1: podcasters, so,
0: it's everyone.
1: Yeah, darn right, mate. I don't know. Is that right? I don't know.
0: I don't know, mate. Is that, yeah. is that Australian Australian.
1: So, see, there we go. See, you can do Australian because you've been in Australia.
0: Yeah, I, w- I went to Australia. You know, mate. Uh, we saw some kangaroos. Yeah. We ate, we ate some marmite, or no, I'm sorry, Vegemite. Vegemite. Uh, Vegemite uh marmites the british one uh yeah you know uh we saw a wallaby that's uh, pretty good craig it was pretty good we we went to the uh the rafe, uh i uh, saw some fish uh, that's beautiful uh fish. Well, you know, well you know well you know I, I I spent a month down there you know it, we i heard them talking to me it's funny the guy we stayed with though is uh, uh for a week i have a friend that lives there but he's south african a lot of a lot of safas. they call them saffas uh, moved to um, Australia because it's a much more uh, uh, well. The Safas call it a, na- a nappy state, which is a word for what um, diapers. It, that's what they call diapers, and right, uh, right. Yeah. Um, so they call it a nappy state. So uh, the Safas moved to the nappy state because it's a little more organized than South Africa is. And so, uh, so his uh, his accent's a little different. It's a, and I'm not even going to try. But like uh, it, it's, but but the uh, the Australia ones, you know, uh, they they really get in there. That, uh, that it goes more from the throat. Uh, you know, if you're being racist about it. See, now uh, you're
1: sounding kind of like Crocodile Dundee.
0: Well, you know that that's that's what I meant when I said racist. <laughs> that's not a knife. I'm this drinking, is a knife. I'm drinking my double bastard. It's, yeah. It's getting very good, by the way.
1: Yeah. I think – and by the way, just like if we can like just take a quick time out. I mean I, I I feel like a lot of beer drinkers don't know this, that actually it's okay sometimes to let your beer warm up a little bit.
0: It, it's actually – for many beer styles, it's better. Um, if, you, if you're talking like a an IPA, maybe like 45 degrees, you're good. So basically if you're t- pulling it out of the fridge – about, you know, after five or ten minutes, it's probably going to be at its sweet spot. It depends on also the ABV, the IPA, if it's lighter, it maybe a, you know, a little colder. I mean, right. if you're drinking a, a lager, a, gr- a good lager, just give me that cold, and refreshing, you know. Sure. Uh, and but, uh, but, you know, something like I'm having right now, which is just this, like, I don't know how many barley wines you've drank, Jeff, but, you know, they're like this kind of dark deep amber color yeah and and and, it, and it's just uh it, it's it has this like the head on it is just staying there like it's not going anywhere it's just it's there to stay you poured the beer and it's just gonna sit like with the same head on it for an hour because it's like it's so it's just so like it's actually <laughs> i'm really impressed like like I, I i i i was ready to load up some like really negative gardener play like his like you know, just something I never wanted to see again. Like his first pick against my, man. I'm like, oh wait, this beer's actually good. Like so, I'm African that's intense, always a like, nice surprise. Yeah, I know. It's like I'm really excited that I drank it. Uh, we're off topic. I think we talked about Brexit now. Yeah,
1: I mean let's let's talk about something really, really good, like super good, like like so good you can taste it. Something like McDonald's quarter pounders.
0: Oh yeah, two for yeah. five.
1: And fast food salads. Ooh, fast
0: food salads, which, by the way, are are, uh, are, are are one of our authors who's also a trader who's on a different podcast, uh, the Cougar Football Saturday Cast, which I would recommend. It's it's pretty good. It's better than this podcast for sure. Um, better or, than this podcast, but uh but yeah, because it has Kyle Sherwood, who, that's right. Claims that, I don't know, it was like Southwest chicken salad at McDonald's is good. And I I just don't believe
1: it. I'm going to openly question that. I,
0: I, 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 you know, I think, I think that's just an act of desperation. You're taking your kids there to get a happy meal, which I haven't, you know, my kids only like one. So I haven't transitioned into the, I can't give that excuse of like, I'm just going to McDonald's for the kids. You yeah. know, I'm just I'm not going there for me. I'm going yeah. there for the kids. Right. Uh, and and we we have a Sonic just up the road. And I tell you, I get pretty lazy some nights. And and we just look at each other and we're like, let's just get some Sonic. <laughs> and that happens like once a month. Right. So like so we're like, let's get some Sonic. So I know the Sonic menu quite well. Yeah. Um. And you know, it's the closest thing. And and when when Amanda was pregnant, it was like. Every other day, she wanted an orange cream slush, so it was like, "Whatever." Yeah. Anyways, back to what we're talking about: quarter pounders. Back, back to hamburgers. Hamburgers, um, which are, I mean, probably like which I think is the term for a room temperature uh, McDonald's <laughs> burger that was fast bought two Cooper. hours ago. Yeah, and and then, if, put on, if and then
1: put on a silver platter.
0: If there's something in we in the know, White House. If there's something we know about fast food, it tastes best when it's been sitting out for an hour
1: <laughs> especially the french fries
0: especially the french fries well hey they had those under heat lamps i mean which... look
1: who among us has not eaten like a couple of french fries they found at the bottom of the bag two hours later
0: oh yeah who you am I? It, like you get into your car and you're like well that mcdonald's bag is still there better throw that out Oh. Ooh, there's
1: a footage. What are these?
0: When did I have this? I don't know. It's fine. It's McDonald's. I can't. Like it it's like impossible to grow mold on McDonald's food. Well, yeah. It's, it's
1: definitely not decomposing for at least 30 <laughs> years. So you don't have to worry about that. But no, but seriously though, like, okay, so so where this whole conversation, so for our listeners, where this whole conversation started was with Clemson's visit to the White House. And um we have a we have a Slack chat room basically for all the Kooks Center authors and Um, let's just say without getting too in depth into what we talked about, that it was one of the more robust discussions that we've had, uh, in, in in some time for sure. And, and sort of, you know, one of the things that, that I thought was, was funny is we just sort of all agreed like, Oh my God, we can't believe he served them McDonald's. Like that's (laughs) like, we're just like,
0: you know, and I'll say like, I've seen, we're not, we're not offended by it. We're no, not like, like it doesn't offend. offend me. It doesn't offend like, and, and, us. it's I'm not even like it's 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 more of it's just it's so on the nose that it's like it's too much. Like yeah. it, it's like if if like if, if someone if like the onion probably was like God damn it and they crumbled up like a, like a a draft <laughs> they were writing because they didn't think Clemson was going to be there for right. another couple months and they they're like damn it what
1: are you kidding me again again? <laughs> <laughs> where like reality exceeds even what the onion could have come up with. You know, oh, just
0: off topic though, I saw um there was an onion article today about uh Fox News creates a new twenty four hour network to just cover um to Alexandria Cortez. <laughs> 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 Sorry, yeah. Alexandria and it uh-huh. was just like it was just like that's too well I mean yeah. That's too real. Well, would That's... you believe it?
1: Would you anyway? Believe so back it?
0: to the hamburgers. So here's here's my biggest beef <laughs> with them. I was like, dude, get some better fast food. Like, you...
1: dude, there's dude, a Five Guys down the road.
0: There's a Chick fil A. Like, there's a Chick fil A in DC. Like, Chick fil A caters too. Like, yeah. To... Those 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 uh, trays and nuggets. Those nuggets are so good, like they crush McDonald's nuggets out of the park. Yeah. Like and then and then like trays of them chick sa- chicken sandwiches. Get the yeah. Five Guys in there, although Five Guys also does not age well. Uh, but yeah, Chick Fil A sure. actually does age pretty well because one time I'll tell you, uh, when we lived in um, Vermont, there was not a Chick Fil A for you know. Well, actually, I, I think there was one in Nashua, New Hampshire, in a in a strip mall, and we definitely went there once specifically to go to it. But but so because we had lived in Tennessee and we had just been like Chick Fil A is so good, oh my god, and and so I was I on my way back to um, Vermont from a work trip, I went through the Atlanta airport, and they have a Chick Fil A there, and so I got. Uh, uh, to uh, their breakfast sandwiches which is our, which are amazing. Like uh, if you've only ever had their dinner, yep. their the biscuits are like how yep. is a fast food place have biscuits this good? I don't understand. Yep. So I caught one for Amanda and I say like I had basically like a three hour flight back to Burlington, Vermont, and then drive down to our house. And so that thing was like four hours old she just popped it in the microwave and had a nice little, she was so grateful to have that. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> but anyway, so, but yeah, so yeah, I think it like, dude, like I, yeah. I would have had so much more respect if you just upped your fat, like there's Shake Shack right there. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh man. I mean, I'm just like, Smoke Shack, man. Yeah. Just, I mean, oh it's God. the same. I land in the same spot. I'm just like, okay, first of all, this is absurd, right? Like, this is so, like you said, on brand. But I right? love, The
0: funny things. I like, loved it. Like, I was just like, uh, yeah it's funny like i i it, like it was just like i think it hit about like two in the afternoon and i was just like i'm not working the rest of the day <laughs> but i totally did like i I'm joking. Yeah. I joking totally did. but anyway so but it was just like like it was just like what the hell and like and then our slack just exploded right just like you know so many people on twitter it's just like wow this is was like right.
1: And then we've mm-hmm. got Michael trying to figure out exactly how much the president spent on this, right?
0: And then, we, <laughs> and then the realization that there's, like, everything from McDonald's was on the two-for-five menu right, side of like, the salad. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> dude, dude who says he's worth billions of dollars orders from hey the two-for-five menu.
0: You don't get to be a billionaire without buying your McDonald's. I'm yes,
1: saying. I suppose that's true.
0: I suppose that's true. And this dude is a connoisseur of McDonald's. So Yes,
1: he is. That is tr- Without the bun, though. Because there's too many calories in the bun,
0: you know. Well, if you don't exercise because you don't want to use all your heartbeats, you got to cut the <laughs> calories out. So.
1: You've only got so many heartbeats left. You don't want to use them on the extra stuff like walking. Definitely not. Definitely not.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, over, overall it's just like, and people are like, "Oh, the players loved it," and I'm like, "The players probably thought it was funny, like we did." Right. But I mean, the players would really loved the steak. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> that's right. Like you, said, you know get them some fast food that they don't eat all the time like, i know because yeah like you they
0: know definitely eat the 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 wendy's like the wendy's like wraps or whatever like they like a college kid would be definitely hitting up that two for five like oh hell yeah like you can get a big mac and a six-piece wing nugget for five bucks they yeah. give me that every yeah. day but now like that I, i'm, I a, now, that I'm I mean? up, now that i'm a
1: grown-up now that i'm a grown-up i want like real food you know it's like uh, you know give me like if i'm going fast food like like chick-fil-a right chick-fil-a is not cheap like it's it's fast food but it's not cheap right yeah, yeah. you know so Definitely. it's like but i'm like i'm a grown-up now and you know most of the time i'd like to eat you know grown up food so maybe maybe the president could have introduced these young men to like okay you know you're national champions now we're gonna spring for the chick-fil-a
0: yeah
1: you know we're gonna spring for the for the you know the shake shack we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna introduce you to and by the way those are all still american companies since he made it a point to make sure everybody knew he ordered some fine what is more
0: fast american food. and right-leaning than chick-fil-a like totally time. that was my first thought chick-fil-a like, a is america
1: Chick-fil-a, Chick-fil-a, Chick-fil- yeah, anyway.
0: But, right. yeah, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I, that's mostly tongue in cheek but, like, seriously, no, here's what I'm saying, like, people are like, oh, college kids love fast food, college kids love fast food because they only can afford fast food, like, that's why. That's why they like, love Like, it. if you're going to a, an event at the White House where they typically, but obviously they don't right now, have, like, a, you know, a chef and stuff, like, it's like, I I, I equate it to, like, when the, when, like, parents weekend, when someone's dad and mom would take you out to dinner, and you're, like, you get to go to, like, a real restaurant, and, and like, (laughs) you're, like, you're, you're, like, oh, my God, I get to, I get to eat. I get to eat real food. I get to eat protein. Like, but instead, it's, like, nah, this is the same shit you eat every day. Let me go, let me go, (laughs)
1: let me go buy you four pizza pipelines.
0: (laughs) Here you go, Dude, guys. I got you some pizzas. Amazing. Pizza reason, they just and put it's like, on the table, oh, like thanks for twenty-eight inch pizzas. Yeah. Here you go. How about it. Here you go.
1: They were two for one if you carry them out. <laughs> I sent the secret
0: service. <laughs> I do want to know more about the acquisition process. Kind of do. Like, like how, I want to imagine how, that he how ordered just a Uber? regular McDonald's. Or make that many Big Macs? Yeah. Like I want to
1: imagine that he ordered it on Uber Eats. <laughs> and then just like like typed it in and went like – like I don't know if – I don't well, know how – you now
0: our, on Uber Eats. Like there's I, no way he know how to use that. Oh, but, no, like, no.
1: but he uses his phone, right? So I, I want him I, – I, like, I, like I want to imagine him like sitting – you know, probably like sitting on the toilet or something like the rest of us, right? Where you're like on your phone in the, in the toilet, morning. right? And all of a sudden it hits him. He's like, I'm going to – oh, McDonald's. Yeah. Let's get a McDonald's. And so he's like, you know, Uber Eats. He's like, what's this this Uber Eats app? And so he opens it up and he's like, oh, I could order it here and have it delivered. 300 quarter pounders. Push a cent, (laughs) right? And then, like, I don't know, like, if anybody else has ordered Uber Eats before, but it's like, if if you haven't, then you don't know that a lot of times they will call you right back to sort of yeah. to verify your order yeah, or whatever, yeah. right? So I'm just imagining, like, this phone call. So, like, I'm just, like, imagining this whole, like, fiction process where he's, like, he orders 300 quarter pounders with cheese, and someone calls back and goes, uh, like, did you really mean 300 quarter pounders with cheese, or did you mean, like... 30 or maybe even three. three? <laughs> nope. 300. I want 300. Bigly 300. And they better be whatever. two for
0: five. Every right? single one. Of they
1: them. all better be on the two for five menu. So I expect that these will be two for five. I'm a math so, major.
0: So I, I have a
1: of dollars.
0: Right. I have an Uber Eats story. So I, I think like 50% of the time I've used Uber Eats or Grubhap or whatever. Uh, it's usually I'm on the road for work, and it's, like, late, and I usually, like, I went to a beer bar, and, like, I, you know, I come home, and I'm a little drunk, and I'm like, Ugh, I could use a burger. And, like, at that point at night, like, McDonald's is the only thing. McDonald's or Denny's is, like, the only thing on there. And, and so I, I had that in San Antonio after the WSC bar crawl the night before the game. I get back, and I'm like, I want I want some chicken strips, like, really bad like and it, it's like three o'clock in the morning and i and i ordered them and i pushed send and then immediately it was like this shit's not gonna be here for half an hour and i want to go to sleep <laughs> like like i'm like <laughs> right oh, this sucks so i'm just thinking i gotta wait and then i'm gonna have to eat and then i'm gonna eat the food so i'm like i'm gonna be up for another hour like because i'm gonna have to take shit after that like because it's gonna go through immediately and and it's just like uh, uh. And it was like a miracle. I get I get a call from McDonald's and they're like, uh, "Sir, uh, we're gonna have to cancel your order because we're only serving breakfast now." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like I literally said to him like, "Oh, thank you. I did not want that order. Like, I did not. I just want to go to sleep." And they're like. Yeah. like they laughed at me i was like thank you so much I didn't actually want that food you know I did what, know though, what I, I'm
1: surprised yeah. you didn't like drunk order egg McMuffins or something after that though like, like oh, oh, chicken no chicken I thought I wanted strips. chicken strips but now I really want an egg McMuffin like so uh, yeah. do
0: you have any like leftover chicken strips <laughs> you'll throw yeah. onto egg McMuffin yeah
1: like one of those triple decker
0: breakfast sandwiches well, it's like there was a there was a Whataburger that was like a ten-minute walk from my hotel, and Whataburger is like a Texas chain. I don't, I don't think I've ever eaten there, and, and they and they uh, and so I was like, oh, maybe I go to Whataburger. And I was like, and they're twenty-four hours, but I was like, I don't want to walk anywhere for ten minutes because I'm doing the math. Like, okay, if I walk there and walk back, it's right, a, and then I it's at least a half an hour. And so I'm like, well, thirty minutes, I'll just order an Uber Eats. And then it, and then I, I had immediate buyer's remorse. Immediate like Brexit style buyer's remorse, <laughs> and and just like, but luckily for me, I I I, I got that immediate gratification of <laughs> yeah you know, yeah. We're not we, we can't make any of this if, for you.
1: If only the Brits were so lucky.
0: Well, it's funny because then Uber had to call me because like Uber had to because I wasn't able to cancel the order anymore inside the app, so Uber had to call me to make sure that I wanted to cancel the order <laughs> and and. And I think they were surprised that I answered and that I was polite, Cause like, and that your answer was yes, was like, yes, I wanted super, that cancel. super person was like, "Thank you so much for answering the phone." Like, like, and not in like it, like it seemed like really genuine. Like, like she's like, "Holy shit!" They answered the phone because they probably have to call these people, these drunk people, like a hundred times. And then when sure. they finally get a hold, of them, they're like, "Where's my food? Where's my food? I need my food! I right know." But it was just like, I'm (laughs) sorry, I'm drunk and I'm tired and I, I got got shit to do tomorrow. I, I, uh, I got to start drinking again in a couple hours. So, uh,
1: what else should we talk about?
0: All right. Well, um, you know, I, 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 so I was thinking like, uh, since we're both like in the know, uh, (laughs) With pop culture specifically. Like, yeah, we clearly. know about our our Benefers and our, uh, our, uh, whoever, whatever, Brad Pitt and Angeline Jolie, they're probably together So, I don't know. And, uh, we, we know. Like, I'm reading my In Touch magazine every day. You know, I, I think it's weekly, but I read it every day. Um, but yeah, so I, I think we should hit on some important pop culture topics. Yeah. So I am just gonna, I'm just gonna click over to Twitter. And I, I'm going to go uh, change, not Seattle Trends. Screw that. Let's go National Trends. Oh, yeah, I'm, we want National Trends. How do you do that even? It won't, it won't let me. I don't know how to do it. See, I don't even know how to do that. Uh, Man. It's like, trend in Twitter. Well, like, I'm
1: seeing one here that says... Where's Mitch? Hashtag where's Mitch. I have no idea
0: what that is. Mitch Hammiger, probably, right?
1: Probably. Probably Mariner's baseball player. Where's Mitch? All right, I'm like, clicking on M- that. Like, oh, this is uh oh, this is this is politics. Oh, where's Mitch McConnell? See, we don't uh, even know what's going on.
0: Uh we've already talked about it. Here. Yeah, we talked about that a lot. Let's see. Oh, the masked uh, singer has thirty
1: thousand tweets tonight. Uh, Did you watch the masked singer?
0: Never. What's I wrong with that. you?
1: no all right why does that exist i because people need
0: ratings that's No, but here here's what the show is because i saw the pre so every time it's just someone singing and then they take their mask off as a celebrity yeah so that's totally. what it so where what why is the second episode fun yeah like, i don't know. I don't understand like you, you, oh my god it's a new other celebrity like i want it to be like a mass like it's like mass singer and then it's just like bob from scottsdale and they're like who the hell is this guy hey yeah, we never like, we never said it was going to be lady gaga every time all right
1: yeah i mean i'm like looking down here and i'm, I'm actually kind of disappointed that all of these are just like gifs and memes and stuff and that they're not actually telling me who our mass singers are like i'm sort of I'm sort of disappointed
0: right now. It's actually most of the most most of the tweets are why this show is dumb. Why am I watching this show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still don't understand why the unicorn is here. I don't Wait, know what was, that means.
1: Was Peyton Manning one of them? I don't know. I'm seeing a Peyton Manning gift from when he was on Saturday Night Live. You know, banging kids in the head with a football. Do you remember that one? <laughs> yes, Did you see that one? It. We're that's,
0: we're sold. That that's some. Um, that's some up-to-date that's relevant that's pop classic, culture. Classic pop culture. You know, you know, you have this sketch comedy show, and what better person to host it than a football player? And 10 years ago. And it was hilarious. And then Peyton was, you know, he's, he is what he is now. And uh, uh,
1: Let's see, I'm looking here. Apparently the peacock was Donny Osmond or something. Uh, they
0: shouldn't be actual singers. That's lame.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it should be like you and me. Like, that'd be awesome. I feel like most of the
0: trends are sports stuff. So that's like They
1: are. It's like, I think it's tailored to the stuff that we like.
0: Oh. Well,
1: and not only me, like, I'm looking at, so I'm looking at the Kook Center Twitter because I don't have Twitter anymore. Here, I'm going so Billboard
0: it's... Top 100 and see if either of us have heard this number one song. Okay. There or know say. what it is. But you have, you have like, you have like a 12-year-old, so... You probably he probably here. Okay. Uh, oh no. Um. So the number one song is called "Sunflower" from the uh, movie Spider-Man: Into the Spider-Verse, which actually looks pretty good. I've heard of the movie. Um, I've never heard. Of it's it. by Post Malone and Sway Lee.
1: Oh dear. I've heard of Post Malone.
0: Uh, the only reason I've heard of Post, I I I was watching some show and he did a, a cover of "Return of the Mac." Which, okay. Which I know that song. Yes. And yeah. um I have Speaking no idea who Kyle Sherwood. Yeah. Kyle thought it was good. I didn't think it was good. But uh uh Kyle's just loving that we've mentioned him twice. Uh and we're definitely gonna hear about that. Um so uh Sway Lee, no idea who that is. Like I know Post Malone is a rapper with like face tattoos. And but Sway Lee, no clue. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I and I don't want to play the song because I'm gonna have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, because you my know, son all has that...
1: started listening to a guy named Marshmello. Oh. Yeah, and I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know these kids and their music. You would think I would absorb some things being a high school teacher, but no, no. Oh, really. I
0: see number six, Happier. Yeah, Marshmello there it is. and Bastille. I do know Bastille.
1: Yeah, and Happier.
0: But I've never heard of Marshmallow.
1: Yeah, he really loves that song, man. Is he
0: in the style of Bastille? That kind of like, uh, kind of like synth pop rock like stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. They they do play it on the end. I have heard it on the end.
0: Oh, I've probably heard it then. Yeah. Although I've taken yeah. it to just like listening to snippets of podcasts when podcasts when I'm in the car. I will say listen-
1: this: listening to that is better than listening to Havana on repeat which is what it was about a year ago. Which
0: one is Savannah?
1: Yeah. Uh, And I'm just like, yeah, so shoot me in the face. Um, So I just, you know, no.
0: no. So Mr. Post Malone has the number one song and the number 11 song and the number 13 song. Wow, what a guy. This guy is just like the Michael Jackson of our generation. All right, so,
1: so here's what I propose. Between now and next week, let's both listen to like, like an entire album of post Malone and then let's report back.
0: Okay. That'll be
1: our, that'll be part of our pop culture segment next week.
0: Okay. Let's I, do that. I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to give it an honest and honest old guy review of post Malone.
0: All right, let's do it. I think, uh, you know, since I'm the younger guy, um, eight years you're year younger i know uh, i'll probably, probably a child you know man. so i am I, I you know i'll uh you know uh I'll, I'll probably just you know be down and hip with it maybe um
1: i don't know maybe i'll like it i probably won't but
0: maybe i just really bad at listening to new music like i always just like even like if it's a band i like like, I just listened to their album from 10 years ago, and then oh, like, yeah. like they make new albums. I'm like, mm, oh, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Like, so there's this band I like called Blind Pilot, and they're like this kind of folky rock indie band. And when I was super into like folky indie rock was like 2008, and that's when they're uh, they're it's actually, I, I, I Think, no, I discovered them on NPR. <laughs> discovered. <laughs> of um, course. Like any uh, good
1: liberal would.
0: Yeah. And then, so uh, it's actually funny. Uh, uh, Amanda's dad, my, my uh, pseudo father-in-law, also found them like the same week. And so I got to be really cool and like the same band as um, like a 65-year-old. or when he, I guess he was like 57 at that point. So, you know, I was really hip. But anyway, so Blind Pilot, like, I've <laughs> they've released like multiple albums since then, and I have them, like, just I'm like, oh yeah, I like them, but I barely listen to them. I still will be like, no, I'll listen to the original one. So they they did a tour, and I'm I am not alone. I know I am not alone, because they did. Excuse me, the beer is coming back up. Um, so they did a tour this year where they played they played a show, and they started the show by playing the first album front to back. And so I was like, I've got to go to that show. Yeah. Because so, I, the last time I had seen them live was like when that was their only album. So I was like, okay. And so, because I've always been like, yeah, I want to go see him, but they're going to play a bunch of songs I don't know. <laughs> like, right. And so we go, I go and it was just amazing because it was just like one through 12 first album, like right in a row. And like you kind of realize that after the, about the third song, you're like they're just playing the album front to back, they like 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 they said, and then they played like their newer songs like after that. I'm like, this is how every concert should go. That's like, pretty play, killer. Actually. Play the play the album that I want to hear front to back, because like if you really like, if, the thing like if you really love like one album by a band, you're gonna be lucky, and if it's their old one, you're gonna be lucky to hear, like one song off right. of it. Right. Like, because they were saying, like, we haven't played these songs in years, like, we and we've probably never played some of these live. Like, the you know, maybe, like, since they're, because back then they weren't headlining tours. They were doing, like, you know, 20-minute sets and stuff, you know. so right. it's like... But, yeah, so I was at the, uh... have you ever uh, been to the Moore? Uh, oh, yeah. In the, in the U District. Yeah. and Yeah, yeah. It's just a real intimate setting. It was really cool. Like, they did one song where they uh, went, uh, uh, they turned everything off and because uh, the moors acoustics are so good they just played like their instruments not connected and i'm like this is so cool like my one concert a year i'm so excited <laughs> but, like, that but cool. yeah it was really cool it was a really cool experience um i wish that all my bands that i like from 2008 would just uh play their albums from then and, and don't bother with the new music and then that'll be fine
1: yeah, and get off our lawn while you're at it. And get and get
0: off my goddamn lawn. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, we're talking about music from 2008, so we're obviously hip and in the know. I'm drinking beer from 2009, um, back when I was living on Capitol Hill. Yeah. Uh, I was a real hip kid back then, man. I was like in the know.
1: I had in a child out. born in 2009. Yeah. My yeah, second child. Your second child. <laughs> <laughs> My first child was born in two thousand seven. Yeah.
0: Well, you've only had one more since then, so really what's that's good. true. I
1: had another one in twenty
0: twelve. Yeah. So, you know. Well I just had one
1: which was the same year the last time we won an apple cup. So it's
0: yeah. Oh did when, I just when, bring the podcast down? Did I just yeah. ruin it? Shut up, Jeff. Now, we already talked about basketball enough for that. I know. Uh but it's like so... Mike
1: Leach win an apple cup. Uh why doesn't he focus on winning anyway? I'm just kidding.
0: I would rather they go one and eleven and win the, the Huskies, Apple Cup. rather than going eleven and two.
1: Eleven and two. If you don't beat the Huskies, do not beat the
0: Huskies. Any. What does it even matter? Don't like, beat you. Dub. God, <laughs> just, <laughs> in the Apple Cup. I gotta. I work with this guy. He's such a dick. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, Speaking of kids, I, uh, as I mentioned, I have a one-year-old and the thing about having a baby is that you just cannot go to a movie theater, um, with the baby. Cause that's like, that's like a, like, I, I'm not sure if it's like punishable by death, but yeah, I think like you might be death by angry mob. Maybe. And or like just the stares you would get if you're just like holding this baby walking in, and everyone's like, "Are you serious <laughs> right now?"
1: Can you imagine just walking in like with a baby, guy, and everybody's just like,
0: "What?" The guy who's like on his phone, like looks at you, like, "How dare you?"
1: Right. <laughs> even he is offended (laughs) by
0: the presence of your kid so i've been to some movies like since then but like amanda could not bear to like get away from the baby for two hours up until maybe a couple months ago and her parents were over and it was a tuesday which is the cheap day at the movie theater in tacoma and oh i shouldn't say that Uh, but anyway so yeah so we went to uh we went to see aquaman uh so that was the first movie that we've seen together in a year and a half or something i don't know a long time which is kind of weird and then aquaman is you know okay i guess i could have talked about that in pop culture that jason what's his name what a hottie
1: yeah sexy we should all grow beards and
0: long hair and have 12 packs yeah keto Uh,
1: that's why i'm on keto yeah, you're gonna Working get up that a
0: 12 pack. You're gonna get that 12 pack. You're gonna get that. You're, gonna, pack. you're gonna get a starring role in a in a DC movie. Yeah, for sure. I yeah,
1: that's only that's only uh, that's only after I do my Marvel movie though. Uh,
0: but the best thing while we were at the movie, uh, we Jeff, you've seen my. Uh, our, our living room kind of table. Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of like this marble with very sharp edges.
1: <laughs> uh huh. Is that perfect for <laughs> perfect like, for a small child?
0: And so B, who is walking around and all this stuff now, like while we were gone, just biffed it right in the eye <laughs> oh, on the thing. No. So we get back from the movie. Uh, uh, Amanda's mom's like, uh, I have to tell you, <laughs> she has a black eye. So we finally had to put these like, like, like foam, you know, yeah. like protective on the outside. Because yeah. every time she's like walking by, it, I'm like she's gonna hurt herself, and she yeah. just like hits her head on it, and she's like, "I'm fine."
1: Yeah, I'm tough. Like, oh, really? Because well, I'd be like- crying it's it's you know part of parenting is uh, both trying to protect your kid and also recognizing that you can't so like so my my experience of parenting this week i kind of referred to it earlier so my my son my middle son the one that was born in 2009 oddly enough um we were up in marysville at a uh at a, at a birthday party for my nephew who is the same age as my youngest son so he's turning seven and uh he had it at a trampoline park Now, I don't know how many of our listeners, like, have had any experience with one of these places. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, it's basically a giant warehouse full of these interconnected trampolines where kids can just literally run and jump to their heart's content. Um, most of them are just kind of open trampolines. Some of them are like, they've got basketball hoops that you can jump on a trampoline and dunk on or whatever. Right. Um, one of the things they had, they had like a jousting station, you know? So, so I'm like watching this. Right. And there were probably like, I don't know, 12 kids at this birthday party. And there's like hundreds of kids in this place. It's insane. They had like 18 birthday parties going on at the same time on a Sunday afternoon. And so there's all these kids and there's like, like I said, like maybe a dozen kids for the party we're at. And I kid you not, out of the 12 kids, there were at least three that sustained injuries. Like, like, not like, not (laughs) owies, not like, Oh, I got like a, like a, a little burn on my leg from, you know, falling down on the trampoline or something. I'm talking like injuries. So like, um, my kid was was chasing somebody on the trampoline and trying to jump and apparently twisted his ankle i didn't see it happen man there's like 300 kids out there but twisted his ankle sprained it so he's he was out for a couple days you know dealing with that and my wife stayed home one day i stayed home the other he went back to school today so he's all good but it's like okay like legit had to miss two days of school because he went to this trampoline part another kid um chipped a tooth because, I, I mean, the thing is, if you've never been to one of these places, it's, it's 300 kids jumping on trampolines and colliding with each other. Well, right? and what
0: is the most, like, when I was growing up, like, the guaranteed, like, injury. Like, the kid that got the trampoline in the neighborhood. Oh, totally. Like, t- someone was, like, everyone that spent any time on it, you were coming away with a broken something. S- something. Like, it was guaranteed. Right.
1: Somebody was going to get a little too excited and bounce themselves right off the trampoline, right? And then the third kid, and so, then we you got, put so we got so we
0: got kids. Right. Which is just all, unmanageable.
1: Yeah, all <laughs> in the same place. And and like five teenagers who are like checking their watches every 30 seconds, right? Who are supposed to be monitoring. And so so my kid sprains his ankle, another kid chips a tooth, and then the third kid, I'm pretty sure got a concussion. Like <laughs> I'm just like, so
0: start him early.
1: So here's the thing though, like you gotta sign like five pages worth of legal waivers just to get in the door, right? And I'm thinking this is brilliant. Like you put together this place, and the parents bring their kids willfully, knowing that they're probably going to get hurt. And it's like you don't have to do anything. You're just like, nope. You signed a waiver. Sorry. Here's an ice pack, which is kind of what happened, <laughs> right? I went and I'm like, do it well. The fighting was like, so so Tristan hurts his ankle, and I'm like, okay. Well, maybe they have an ice pack I can use. So I go up to the to the uh you know to to the counter, and I'm like, I'm like, hey. Uh, you know, do you guys do you guys by any chance have an ice pack? And she's like, Oh yeah! And then she like goes into the back, comes back like a minute later, you know, with one of those like you know instant cold ice packs. And I'm just like, Oh no, they've done this before. Oh, they do <laughs> like, this all the time. They do That's this all the time. That's the one thing the they're time. good
0: at. They're, they're we don't need to watch the kids. The entries yeah, will come yeah. to us, and we will give the ice pack.
1: Yeah. So the moral of the story is, um, if you take your kids to one of these places, there's kind of like a Um, A 75% chance that they're going to be fine and just wear themselves out and then pass out in the car or a 25% chance that they're going to hurt themselves. So that's that's the one that's like lesson banking on the
0: severity of that.
1: And and lesson number two is if you have a chance to invest in one of these suckers, you (laughs) should totally go for it all of the upside none of the risk because all these kids are getting injured and they've signed away their ability to get you for it so it seems like a seems like a pretty
0: good deal to me i don't know do you think they do they have like adult nights
1: you know that's a great question all i know is if they had they had adult night that ratio would get flipped like oh, yeah, 75%. 75% chance of injury, like, oh, 25% gosh. chance of just getting tired and passing out in the car afterwards.
0: Do you remember Slam Ball? I think I broke my
1: hip. Like, that would be me. I'd be like, uh. yes, I remember Slam Ball.
0: Now, that was a show. That was a sport. And and that, like, had some gruesome-ass injuries. And those were, like, really good athletes. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I remember in high school just watching that show at various levels of state of mind. And and and, uh, and it was just like, that, that's how cool uh, me and my buddies were. We would get together on Sunday night and turn on, like, whatever, Spike TV or whatever it was back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. And watch I want no part slam ball. I want no part of that, man. <laughs> no, yeah. But it looked, like, so fun. And now it, I'm like, dude. no. Yeah, no. No.
1: no. no that's hard a pass. Like, I'm going
0: to break my arm, like, immediately.
1: Yep yep 100 percent chance
0: all right man uh we're about we're we're, we're deep what, what did we, we say five minutes uh, uh i think we're 45 minutes before we got even yeah to the uh so um
1: do you think I, anybody's
0: still listening uh my mom is your mom is hi You're, mom yeah
1: sarah probably is still listening. hi
0: honey oh amanda is not listening to this there's no way <laughs> uh she's like i have to listen to you talk all the time i don't need to hear more (laughs) i'm not
1: listening to a recording of you talking
0: all right so jeff you think uh, i am crazy uh this podcast sucks it's terrible yeah we don't care you should
1: listen you should definitely listen to a better one
0: so what's a better one
1: um so one obviously this might be a little cliche but it's still worth mentioning um i love serial podcasts including the original serial
0: oh the original serial is the best
1: yes and they just you know recent not i mean it's not too recent within the last couple months um finished up their third season and it's fascinating it's a it's a great look at the criminal justice system um in uh in cleveland and it just raises a lot of big questions about um you know sort of how that system works why it works the way it does, the way that it doesn't work, um, who it works for, who it doesn't work for. Um, Just a really, just a really excellent thought provoking um, um, series. So I can't, can't recommend the third season of Serial enough. Um, It's different than the previous two where they just sort of tackled one big thing, like a case, you know? Um, So anyway, really excellent. um, Totally worth your time. Highly recommend.
0: So um, I have, I have, traditionally i think i've expressed this to you before i have not been a huge podcast guy but uh but i am uh getting into them more like you know in, during football season i i enjoy listening to the saturday cast i enjoy listening to kook center hour uh but those are both a given i'm sure most people who listen to this listen to those already um but so uh in my in my beer nerd realm um, there's a, a, a newer podcast that has been on for about half a year at this point. They do weekly episodes. Um, so there are quite a few episodes if you just want to dig in, um, 20, or like 30 or so by now. Um, it's, it's, a uh, it's, it's from a, a prominent beer blogger who's kind of this, he was known for his, uh, uh, being very verbose. Um, he's a, he's a lawyer by trade, which most people who write blogs are um and uh he is is just a hilarious beer reviewer he's vulgar at times like he makes fun of the uh craft beer nerd culture quite a bit but he started a podcast uh it's called malt couture um which which is uh it kind of speaks it's it's a beer and comedy podcast which is probably the only one that exists in that that's a
1: pretty good combo
0: so so what he did is he's like a bigger beer nerd than me even like he's he's a really big beer nerd but he brought on two of his buddies basically that he's met through like sketch comedy groups and stuff because he likes to do some sketch comedy so so um he's got his one friend that's probably like on your level of beer nerdery, Jeff, like you know, you you mostly like the stuff you're getting is like, you're 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 coming across like you're not like, you're not like actively going to like a beer release right. and waiting and in right. line. You're not trading right. for something out of state or whatever. Right. Like it, you, you're mostly buying stuff that you find on a shelf somewhere. Like you, and you'll you'll go to like nicer beer stores specifically to find right. more beer. But you're not like you're not like going out of your way to like get like, a good beer because you know mo- honestly you you don't need to go out of your way to get good beer these days. Um right. so one of his friends is just like at that level. And then the other guy is like doesn't know shit. Like and he's just like and and he's like uh like they bring in and I'll I'll spoil the first one but like they they do a beer share at the uh, the the last segment of the episode is a beer share. So uh the guy that hosts brings like some like really nice beer um and then uh the other guy brings like a craft beer that he found at like you know the total wine or whatever and then the the other guy like the first episode he brings a modelo like (laughs) (laughs) so they're like doing this fancy beer tasting he's like modelo and so and he's so funny like uh he's you know he's like an actor but he's like more of an inspiring actor but he's done some stuff like he's actually uh if you've ever seen the skits on the Fox uh, uh, NFL morning show on oh. Sunday, like he's, he's regularly in a lot of those skits that they do, but he's he's a pretty funny guy. And uh, he like, just the three of them are and They, they do all these like bits where it's like, you could tell they're like improv comedy guys. Like they'll set up little bits and like, they'll talk and like, but it's very free form, like kind of this, like they just have a basic structure and they're just chatting. But, but they're really funny. Like, I think like they're really long. Like, like they're 90 minutes to two hours long. I just, I usually just listen to it in in pieces. Um, Cause like, it's funny enough. Like even when they're just like talking about their sponsor or something, it'll be like really funny. And, and so, um, yeah, I really enjoy it. Uh, uh, cause sometimes I'm like, I get enough of like the serious beer nerd reviewing stuff just from like my life. Like, so I'm like, just make fun of it all and yeah. and, and and uh and it's 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 pretty it's pretty fun to listen to so i recommend malt couture um if if you feel like listening to uh two hours of people babbling on about beer and in the beer industry um but uh, but yeah so uh i um, the both of those uh better podcasts than this one so um for sure so yeah i think we're pretty good um so uh you can if you have any questions or comments or uh, um, just beware we might make fun of you if you send us something. Um, but the good news care. is
1: we'll also make fun of ourselves, so yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody will be in good
0: um, company. So uh, podcast dot versus vs dot everyone at Gmail. Um, you don't have to put the dots in, uh, as Jeff pointed out to me. Uh, but podcast versus everyone at Gmail. Um, I still have social media. I'm like, Jeff, you can follow me, at the Craig Powers on Twitter, and uh, Craig W Powers on Instagram if you like pictures of beer and my child. Um, Jeff, do you have anything to mention?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you made it this far, what is wrong
0: with you? Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, this was Coug definitely Center bad. Too, but you definitely follow Cook Center if you're listening to this. There's yeah. like no way you're not. Yeah that's like you didn't true. stumble upon this no oh what's this podcast oh an hour and 45 minutes. i
1: think i'm gonna listen to oh. 90 minutes of two guys
0: who are these guys oh
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know uh you should definitely listen to us next week um it might be better probably not but it might be Hopefully, you'll have to listen yeah. to find it might out
0: be more more crisp i don't know um yeah. We'll Maybe I'll. Uh, I'm about 15 ounces into this uh, 10 and a half percent, and uh, it's tasting really good. Like I'm just, I'm excited about it now. Uh,
1: tell all your uh, beer nerd friends about how you how you drank a 10 year old double st- bastard, double bastard from Stone. Yeah, and, uh, and impress. You know what's them. funny is like they or definitely them one or the other. they and definitely be like, no, really, it's good. I promise.
0: So none of the double bastards ever had like a year on them. But this one specifically does. So they obviously on purpose released like 2009. Like we'll release some old stuff. And we, they like branded it because yeah. I remember when the the, the uh, friend that bought it for me. It was like it was probably like four years ago, three or four years ago. So I've had it like sitting since then. There's definitely dust, like in the dust where it's like caked on. Yeah. Like you like you got to get like a wet nap to like get this stuff off. Um, like you can't just like take your finger and run it along. It's definitely on there. um But yeah, so uh, that was the oldest beer I had in my cellar. Uh, so now I think probably something around 2012 is the oldest. Good job. So uh,
1: also this the podcast, last time we won an Apple Cup.
0: Now I have to drink all <laughs> my 2012s. Well, no, I have to save my 2012 for the next time we win an Apple That's Cup. That's right.
1: You might never drink it.
0: <laughs> I do have a couple of 2012 Abysses. We talked Ooh. about the Abyss earlier. Ooh. I'm
1: so actually,
0: coming. I think I drank one. Yeah. I think I drank one with my dad the other day, so I might only have one. Ooh. Because I'm just at the point where, like, I need to drink some of this freaking beer, this fucking yeah. beer. I don't care, given that explicit. Yeah. Um, I need to drink oh, some yeah. because I have so much. But anyway, so, thank you for listening. Um, we're gonna try to make this a weekly thing. Uh, uh, we're gonna probably talk about the same stuff. Talk about beer. Talk about WSU. Talk about uh, uh, liberal politics and uh, uh, pop culture. Uh, you got to come back next week for our post Malone review. Yeah. Uh, uh, some of you people who are over there. Maybe ages, I'll
1: get a maybe. face tattoo.
0: Oh, um, that,
1: I know he's got those.
0: The great thing about a podcast is if you you don't have to get one and just tell people you did.
1: I could just tell people I got a face tattoo. Yeah. Because Post Malone inspired me.
0: Yeah, like, I loved him so much that I wanted to make this really good decision about getting a face Yeah. Cool. Well, all right. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, thanks, Mom, uh, for listening. And uh, we will talk to you next week. Podcast versus everyone.